0: Get ready for
1: the Rich Eisen Show. Touchdown Bengals! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles.
2: Mike White hit as he throws and it's intercepted by Cam Bynum. That is your ball game. The Rich Eisen
1: Show. we got to
3: find ways to score touchdowns.
1: Earlier on the show, two-time Super Bowl champion and host of the Greenlight Podcast, Chris Long. Coming up, 49ers linebacker Fred Warner. Fox Sports college football analyst Bruce Feldman.
3: And now... It's Rich Eisen
1: Yes, hour number two of the Rich Eisen show is on the air 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program We've got Bruce Feldman of Fox Sports and the Athletic Coming up at hour number three of this show We also have Fred Warner of the San Francisco 49ers In about 20 minutes time Uh, I guess he would be a charter member of the Brock Purdy fan club (laughs) One would say And um, so the 49ers, there were five games on Sunday, five, in which both teams had playoff spots, not already secured. Nobody's had anything already secured just yet. There's playoff clinching scenarios to come in week 14. Neither the Eagles nor the Vikings got the results to go along with their win to clinch the playoff spot in week 13. But there were five teams that were in playoff positioning entering Week 13 to play against each other in Week 13. Jets, Vikings. Vikings took that one as the Jets couldn't get in, couldn't get in the end zone from the one yard line, and then from the red zone. And uh, uh, otherwise, they they could have won that football game. Yep. All I know is that it's it might it's Mike's white Mike White's gig to lose right now. We'll discuss that a little bit more. And the Vikings get their 10th win. Another game is Miami-San Francisco. San Francisco gets that win, but loses their quarterback. Another win uh, in a game like that goes to the Philadelphia Eagles beating the Tennessee Titans, who are, I guess, in the, the same boat as Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, lucky to be playing in in the South in their conference because that division could be lost with the record they would have in other divisions. 7-5, and five, does not lead any other division in the national football league with the exception of the nfc south and another one of those games cincinnati and kansas city what a huge game that was for the Bengals and borough that's how i started the show and another one of those games washington and the giants wound up being a tie Wound up being a tie. Of course, those two. I was were stunned. Tied. Were you stunned that Riverboat Ron didn't go for two yes. at the end of the game?
0: Oh, oh, oh. At,
1: at the end, end of regulation.
0: I was surprised of all the punting and overtime.
1: Like, just go
0: somebody, go for it and try to win this. Thing.
1: Well, the Giants, you know, teed it up to try and win it, and then didn't get the field goal. I found the Giants. I'm like, oh, we'll take the tie.
0: That's a 58 yarder. The tie actually helps the Giants the most, yeah, of course, because they only have the four losses, right?
1: They're sitting a half game in front of the commanders. Only issue for them is, while the commanders are on a bye week, they take on the Eagles for the first of two times. Right. And then after that game, the commanders come off their bye and host the Giants.
0: Giants could be out soon.
1: I don't know, man. Every time you think they're out, they just win a game where you're wondering how the hell they win that game.
0: Well, they were 7-2, and two, remember? Yeah, I know. So you know they're o two and one in the last three
1: games. As Odell Beckham visits the Gi- uh, the Cowboys today, coming off of their win against the Colts in a fifty burger, I don't know it was ridiculous. 844204 Rich, number to dial. Overreaction Monday coming up shortly. Let's take Turzo and Iowa's phone call. What's up, Turzo? First in, first up. Bless you for always calling in. What's going on, sir?
2: Oh uh, man, Rich, it was it was tough to watch Jimmy G go down yesterday. Man, that that was that was pretty hard to watch.
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, you know, it, it's it it's something where the Niners are down a uh, quarterback number three, and this might this is either going to be one of those we look back on it and what a damn shame it was, or we look back on it and there's going to be NFL Films documentaries on this uh, for the and 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 basically he's going to tell Nick Folds to hold hold his beer. You know what I mean? Like that, that's that's possibly in the cards too because they're that good uh, to win otherwise.
2: hundred 100%, that defense is flying all over the place. Fred Warner is an absolute assassin. Like, watching him play is so much fun. And I feel lucky as a 49ers fan to have had Patrick Willis, Navarro Bowman, and now Fred Warner, like lifetime changing linebackers. I feel like we've just lucked out in that, kind, in that, that category.
1: Wow. Thanks for the call, Terzo. Greatly appreciate it. I, I just ask you this before I get to uh, you, Brockman, overreaction Monday and so much more. What do I do with this? What do you? What am I supposed to do with this? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo goes down. I tell Susie, who's in the other room, Jimmy Garoppolo just went down. <laughs> and it looks really bad. He gets, you know, he got hurt. Yep. And she goes, that's terrible. Pause. He didn't hurt his face, did he? What are you supposed to do with that information and reaction, Chris?
0: I know you're not watching White Lotus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not yet. Why is that, is that something that uh, would be difficult to?
0: Well, just don't go full Ethan. Okay. You know, if you're watching, you understand.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Um, I think you just kind of go. Yeah. Yeah. No, not his face. No, it's, it was his. his, it, was an- his, foot. his ankle. Yeah. it was his foot. Yeah. Was his foot. So.
1: And uh, reassure okay. Susie, his
0: face is totally fine. Yes. Yeah. That's it's what like, I did is
1: I, I went to my default, which is always provide Susie with reassurance.
0: you Remember the Seinfeld or it was Elaine dating Dan Cortez. Remember that back in the day? And yes. And he fell off the mountain because he was hiking with or mountain climbing with George. Yes. And Elaine <laughs> yeah. was like, hey, how's his face? Is his face okay? Right. Right. Because right. he was just like, Tony, hey, he had the perfect face. Right. <laughs> Opposite of that situation. Jimmy G's face is fine.
1: Very good. That's what I did with it. Yeah. That's what I did with it, so. eight four four two zero four. 204 rich is the number to dial right here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Um you ready for Overreaction Monday, bud? You ready always, for it? I'm always ready. All right, go ahead and hit it. Go ahead and hit it. That was
4: terrible. That was
0: crap. That
4: was
3: garbage. That's why it sucks.
0: Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. Monday. What do you got over there, Chris? Hey, guys. How's it going? Everybody good? What up, what up? I know, TJ, you're so happy. I had a great weekend. Uh Starting with what we were just talking about, Rich. You know, the 49ers, still Super Bowl contenders with Brock Purdy at quarterback. Um, I don't think that's an overreaction. I
1: don't think so. I'll just repeat it one more time for those in the back who may never heard, have heard me, you know, say such a thing on this program, and I say it all the time. I sit two seats down from Kurt Warner. That's it. And my institution of higher learning that I adore so much for their football program as well. Chris, you were there in the Michigan locker room when I was honored to be the honorary captain. I was. One, uh, I guess that was, wow, six falls ago now? Six years ago, yeah. There's one photograph of Bo Schembechler on the wall and two of who? Who? There's two of Tom Brady. That's correct. <laughs> one of Brady as a Wolverine, one of him as a Patriot. Pretty awesome. And I... I, you never know in this league. You never know in this league. They have a championship defense of that, there is no doubt. And they have players on offense who, as we know, have been to a Super Bowl before. And there's Christian McCaffrey added to that mix now. And a left tackle who's going to the Hall of Fame one day who gets blown up on Twitter because Trent Williams is tipping plays and everybody else who's an expert on this offensive line is saying, doesn't matter. He can can basically (laughs) tell you they're running behind me and still do his job successfully. So coach him up. Let's see how it goes. And maybe Brock Purdy can etch his name in NFL lore. That is not an overreaction. What else do you have, Chris? You know
0: Brock Purdy is going to be a touchdown favorite over Tom Brady this week?
1: That I can't believe, but I, I, that just shows you We're about, in I, that world about the now. rest of that team. Yeah. What else you got?
0: Uh, hey, great night for TJ over there and the Cowboys. Cowboys-Eagles on Christmas Eve. That is de facto NFC Championship preview.
1: <sighs> I, I, I can't discount the, the 49ers, and I, I can't discount the Vikings either for making that game. You can't. Really? Yeah.
0: The two most impressive teams this week outside of the Bengals were the Eagles and Cowboys.
1: I sat in a, uh, a conference room in a hotel in Germany, and I watched the Buffalo Bills lose to the Minnesota Vikings in mind-blowing fashion. So, you never know, brother. Justin Jefferson's tough to cover. Kirk Cousins could take his shirt off, put on a chain, and beat you. Or beat you, then take his shirt then off, and put on shirt. a chain. Yeah, I, 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 I the reversed flopper. the order. So I'll call that an overreaction at the moment. Plus, it'll be awful tough. I mean, that would be uh, that would be the Cowboys having to win. I would assume three straight road games to get three, two straight road games to get there with the the Eagles just winning once at home before taking them on. Yeah, I,
0: yeah unless the Vikings are the ones. I'll see. just
1: call that an overreaction for the moment.
0: Well, I still like the Eagles. I think they're Super Bowl favorites right now, and Jalen Hurts is MVP.
1: That's not an overreaction. How can you not think that right now? I know there are fans of the Chiefs and Bills, and then there are fans of the Bengals and Cowboys and Niners saying, hold on, a I minute, mean, let's pump the brakes a little bit. But the argument can be made, and it doesn't sound like that's an overreaction. The longest remaining undefeated team in the league, now coming up with wins since their first loss of the season. The Philadelphia Eagles following that up with a win on the road against a An Indianapolis Colts team that, as you can see, can play three quarters very well. Uh, The Green Bay Packers coming for them. And then the Tennessee Titans, they curb stomp them. Now they're going to take the Giants and basically take their glass slipper and put it where the sun doesn't shine, I would think. So, I know you throw records out in divisional games, and the Giants and Commanders just got flexed into off of the NFL Network Saturday schedule into a Sunday night game. Um, wow. On that week 13, the, uh, the uh, I mean week 15, pardon me, the uh, Patriots and, and uh, Vegas Raiders have been flexed out of Sunday night. Anyway, long story short, uh, this is not an overreaction. What else you got, Chris? Bengals are the most dangerous team in the AFC. Fact. Well, how about this? They're the most dangerous team in the AFC that nobody's really talking a lot about because
3: it's time oh, to stop the, thinking about the them. as is they're, j- they're
1: just the Bengals. I mean, because they just beat the Chiefs, but we've been on that. We've been beating that drum for a while here. And and that's not just the Royal. Well, you've been on that too. Oh,
0: I love Joe. So,
1: no. About this, it, it's the the most dangerous team in the AFC. Nobody's talking about. And Everybody's by the way, today. Well, they. It's about time. To quote Lizzo in a more uh, less <laughs> profane manner. <laughs> in a minute. You know. The the uh, Buffalo Bills and the Bengals are a Monday night game. After the calendar turns January, second. The night of the second, if the Bengals win that one, at home, if the Bengals win that one, they will have a tie break over the Bills, the Chiefs, the Titans, the Dolphins, the Jets. The only one they would have a tie break over would be the Ravens, and they might have that the following week when they take on the Ravens also at home. They finish up two home games. Against people they're gonna to have to be their playoffs essentially start early without a winner go home crazy sense to them. They're gonna be battle tested, not just last year, but this year. What else, Chris?
0: I think the end is near for Miami. Dolphins are gonna win just one of the final five games.
1: I disagree. I think they win against the Chargers on Sunday night. You do? <laughs> did you watch the Chargers in the Ravens? Did Raiders you watch yesterday? the Dolphins? I did. I think the, the Niners' defense may be the best in the league, Chris. Tua got hurt. How about that? The Niners are the best in the league. I think they come in and they, they take on it. The Chargers make too many damn mistakes. They never go up on you and and just pounce on you when they have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Well, there's the one win, then. You can still lose the rest. After that game, the Miami Lions Dolphins, Dolphins schedule, the, man. They're at the Bills home for Green Bay at the New- Come on, man.
0: It's going to be snowing go, in
1: New England. They could go 3 and 2 the rest of the way. Oh, I would Come on, I would brother. Under
0: that, man. Dolphins are in trouble. What do you think the, the Chargers are going to beat them?
4: I
1: think I the do. Char- I think the Chargers will not beat them. I don't either. Oh, I do. Okay. I'm with you on that. And by the way, Buffalo Miami is now the Saturday night game oh. on NFL Network. Of week 15 that's been uh that's been announced as well what else chris what well you got i did there? watch
0: the game yesterday and the raiders are making the playoffs so how about that
1: <laughs> Hmm.
0: I told you it's all setting up man that's still an overreaction it's all setting up it's still an overreaction and seven hey man
1: nobody saw the rams almost taking seattle out yesterday and the rams are next for the raiders
0: this could be a raider home game are you nuts?
1: I, I get it i understand i don't you think, you think the could raiders just... are
0: gonna lose to the rams
1: I'm saying it's possible. Dude, I'm seeing the Raiders and how they're playing, and I'm very excited about it because this is the team that I thought would win the division. They but could they
0: easily still, be eight and four.
1: The Raiders are good. I, I don't know. Making the playoffs though, that's an overreaction. Making a run to the playoffs is something that I believe we're we're watching right now. Materialize and by the way, another team that's doing that as well are the Pittsburgh Steelers. We have that Christmas Eve game on NFL
0: network between oh, the two. The Raiders two. are so much better than the Steelers. Okay. One of these four teams has to make it Jets, Pats, Chargers, Raiders Who do you have the most faith in?
1: Jets I really do I, I think they have the best defense out of all four of them And I know that Matthew Judon might, might have the most sacks When it's all said and done And my uh, My new favorite Buckeye is lighting it up Isn't he?
0: <laughs> Garrett, Wilson. Garrett Wilson He's really good Alright two more uh, I still believe in this team, though the road to the Super Bowl and the AFC goes through Buffalo.
1: I agree, sure, and 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 the standings. Look at it right now. Goes through Buffalo, but Kansas City and Cincinnati could sure win there too. That's not an overreaction. What's your last one, Chris?
0: Last one. Dion is going to have Colorado in the playoff in three years. Oh, that's that's
1: a that's a that's a big one, Chris. <laughs>
0: three years expanded to twelve teams. Why can't they make oh, it? Oh, to twelve teams. Okay. well it's oh, yeah. gonna be well it's gonna be no 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 I know that that's yeah, right yeah. that's right that's, in right. Three that's right seasons okay. it'll be 12 teams okay why can't he be top 12
1: I don't I, I, I that may be an overreaction but I will never put anything past him ever and and I I know that he's been getting a lot of crap on on uh on the Twitter machine for his statement to the the kids who he's never met before by fire and brimstone coming in here saying the way things are done are changing and there's the transfer portal. Because I'm bringing, I'm bringing luggage with me, and it's Louie. And he's talking about the five-star recruits that he's bringing with him from Jackson State, and one apparently that's already coming because he's made his announcement. He's going to Colorado. And so, you know, I just think it, it sounds harsh and it sounds rude, but it's also a football coach telling kids what time it is on the clock. And I think in the, this day and age where there is a transfer portal, it's done both ways hey i'm bringing in your replacement yep. and you can leave anytime you want to or is he, he I, said I that it, to
4: see who's going to stand up and be like
1: it could be that yeah. but I, I think he's basically saying a lot of y'all aren't staying here oh, and you you told it to his face he, okay. i think that right. was it i was well, trying to look it he's like bringing he, his own luggage <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's that time of year people spring has sprung and that means spring cleaning or at least on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 844-204-RICH number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen show and joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is one of the best to lace them up at the position of linebacker on arguably the best defense in the National Football League after they beat the Miami Dolphins and that high-flying offense uh, at home yesterday, the leading, uh, the NFC West leading San Francisco 49ers Pro Bowl linebacker Fred Warner here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. How you doing, Fred?
2: Yeah, Doing great, Rich. Great. Thanks for having me on.
1: Thanks for doing this. Obviously, there's so much happening with your team. Uh, first in, first up for you is uh, what do you say to the fan base that is particularly nervous about starting uh, a a kid who is so-called Mr. Irrelevant in the draft in Brock Purdy. What do you say to the fans who might be nervous about your Super Bowl chances being on the line with him, Fred?
2: Yeah, I mean, yesterday I was asked a couple questions about him, and I'm, I'm, I've i seen, like, the quote of me saying that he's practiced against the best defense in the league the last whatever amount of weeks. Um, you know, and I, I wholeheartedly believe that. I think, obviously, it's, it, it is just practice, you know, games. Especially this time of the year, practice are a lot different. But um, I've been I've been the biggest. So I I feel like I have a good eye for for guys who um, who are really good football players. You know, who have the it. And it's it's hard to say like what the it factor is, but I think he has it. You know, I, I've seen I've seen the way he goes about his work, the way he prepares, and I have full confidence in Brock Purdy. I, I think I think he's going to do a great job.
1: So, um, what what do you, what have you seen in practice that you saw in the game and go okay? So I saw that in practice against us, and now he could do it against the Miami Dolphins. You got a you got a for instance, on that Fred.
2: Well, I, yeah, I mean, yesterday, I in the in the midst of battle, like in the midst, so focused on what we got going on defensively that it's hard for me to keep track of what's going on on that side of the ball. I'm like either looking at an iPad or talking to the coaches, so I didn't get to watch a whole lot of them. Uh, you know, he did make some huge third down throws. With pressure in his face, I saw, uh, you know, which which is big time on his end. But uh, you know, in practice, just the, the savvy uh, for a rookie has been has been really cool to see. Uh, you know, him doing the no look passes that you see like Patrick Mahomes and these guys doing. Matt Stafford, like he's doing those type of things. And I'm like, how are you? Like, how are you? How are you doing that as a rookie? You know, like that's the type of stuff that he does. So you know, I think. As he goes, he's going to continue to get more comfortable and more confident with, uh, you know, game planning every week. And so he'll he'll be just fine.
1: Well, and I know clearly you're an all pro linebacker, Fred, and, you know, a lead pipe wielding profession when it comes to that. And so you know what pressure feels like. And obviously you want to be the best, not only your position, but the leader of a unit that is considered the best in the NFL, as you pointed out. But I would imagine this does place more of the responsibility of getting past the winning finish line on your side of the football. Fred, would you agree with that?
2: Well, I mean, I feel like in internally, like, for our uh, on our side of the ball, like, we, we already hold a lot of uh, – we take a lot of pride in making sure that we hold the teams to as, as few amount of points as possible to try to help the team win games, like, just because – we have a new quarterback in. That doesn't change our standard. That doesn't change the way we play, we play nine football on our side of the ball. I think, uh, I think as long as we keep doing what we're doing, then we're going to be just fine. Like it's not, it's not something that we have to go out of our way to do something completely different. You know, the recipe for us winning games as a team has been to protect the football, to play penalty free football, and continuing to play the, the at the standard that that has been developed here. So I think as long as we continue to do that, then we'll get the result that we want.
1: And I know I'm asking you a question uh, that I already know the answer to, but I'll ask it anyway. You you think you can win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, at quarterback, Fred Warner?
2: <laughs> yeah, yes, I do, for sure.
1: Fred Warner, the San Francisco 49ers, here on the Rich Eisen Show. Where do the Dolphins rank in terms of offenses you've defensed this year, Fred?
2: Uh, probably number one. You know, they were the, the the number one explosive offense in the league, and then you, you you head out there for the first snap of the game, and they, they torch you for a 75, 80 yard explosive, you know, for a touchdown on the first play of the game. You know, I I, I remember coming off the sideline and I almost had a, like, a smile on my face. I'm, I'm laughing. I'm like, man, what are the odds? Like, of course, of course, all we've heard about all week is how explosive the offense is and they go out and they score a touchdown like that on the first play. So I kind of laughed at myself. We, we looked at the play and saw, you know, the breakdown in coverage and were able to correct it. You know, in and, and those type of moments that early in the game, you realize that there's so much football left to play in the game that you're not going to start to melt down after one the first play of the game, you know. So we, we looked at it for what it was and corrected it, and then we're able to, to move on
1: from it. And then obviously we, we, we've been talking all year long in the paparazzi about Mike McDaniel and what he's brought from San Francisco and not just Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson, but the, the scheme itself. When you were preparing for this team and playing against it did, it, did a lot of it feel like your own team that you were going against?
2: Yes, most definitely. You know, because obviously Mike uh, was a huge part of what of what we did offensively when he was here. Um, you know, he 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 brought in guys that that were more familiar with the system. You know, they have their own their own pullback that they use uh, in all types of ways in the backfield and all the different personnel sets and all the jet motions to try to get your eyes moving in different directions. So, uh, you know, it was it was very similar to playing against our offense. And Tua was been playing at such a high level in the way that he's been delivering the football. Um, you know, so we knew that we had to make sure that we were on top of it.
1: Fred Warner here on the Rich Eisen Show. And then let's just, if you don't mind, dive a little bit more into the X's and O's. How much of the week of preparation was on knowing McDaniel from obviously when he was maybe walking the halls there um, down from the defensive room, but obviously in the offensive side, how much of it was like anticipating what he might know about you and your countering? Can you take us inside the preparation going against a, an, an opponent coached by someone that knows you and you know yourself?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's probably a better question to be asked than like the, the defense coordinator and, and assistant coaches in terms of how they, um, you know, game plan for for the week. I know, I know because of the familiarity there, we wanted to show him different looks or we wanted to kind of Um, you know, keep them off Uh, tilt throughout the game. And so there were a couple of different nuances that we had to implement, but for the most part, it was just honestly running our our stuff and and being on top of it. We knew that they loved to attack the middle of the field, so as the game went on, we had to make sure that we kept our depth, you know, especially at the second level, because his strength is getting that ball right over the second level um, in those windows right over the middle, so uh, we, our our mentality in the entire game was was pass first, run second. If they were gonna if they were gonna run the ball, we were gonna come down late and and stop them. That wasn't that wasn't our uh, our priority. Our priority was was keeping everything in front of us.
1: And obviously, you did your former defensive coordinator Robert Sala a favor beating the Dolphins too, Fred. You did him a, you <laughs> did him a solid by taking care of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, pound the table for D'Amico Ryan, current DC. Tell me about him. What I should know?
2: Oh man, I mean, I feel like I'm I talk about him every week. At this point, there's not much else left to say. You know, he, we were, we're ranked first in almost every defense category, and he's he's done this for back-to-back years of having a top five defense. And I think the thing that, that if I had to sell him as a head coach to, to a team, you know, the, the number one thing that you want at that, <clears throat> at that position is a leader of men. You know, and I think he's a complete a complete leader of men in the way that he – He's able to stand in front of us and, and uh, you know, just just speak to us on a week week to week basis and, and keep us motivated, keep us into it, and developing a game plan every week that allows us to play free, to play fast, and not have any gray area. You know, we know exactly what needs to get done and, and the style of play that we what we that we play with every week. Not everybody can do that, you know, and I, I think that all starts with him. And uh, you know, he's he's fantastic
1: before i let you go uh fred warner uh, have you spoken to jimmy garoppolo since yesterday
2: no not yet you know i know he's uh he's not the quickest to respond to texts or what, polls, do so. what, do you, <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean Right, i know it's probably the first that that people heard of this but no i mean my heart goes out to jim man i that's my guy i love him love him to death and um, you know him being the quarterback of the offense. Me being the quarterback of the defense. We have little conversations every week. You know, just to keep the team uh, and you know where it needs to be. And uh, he's such he's such a great leader for us. Like the way that he prepares, and uh, you know, you talk about just a guy, and that, that's Jim. So it's gonna hurt losing him, but. Uh, my heart goes out to him, and uh, we'll, we'll be we'll be talking
1: soon. Yeah, he must be gutted, Fred. You know what I mean? Like, what a year for him too. I mean, for the way everything worked out last year, and then it seemed like um, you know the whole story. I don't need to run through it with Lance and him, and the fact that you were, you know, and you are in position to win the Super Bowl. You just got to gut him, and and then I, I, but I, I know it's a next man up mentality too, and I guess I'll circle back one last time. Uh, I, every Forty Nine er fan I know is like, okay, I believe in the system, I believe in this team, but I don't know this kid. And and he, he you know, he had to have been drafted last for a reason. Um, I'm serious, you know, I'm being honest with what what's being said, and and I am talking to somebody who's in the room and has so much to do with why the Niners are in position to win. And you, Fred, so you you're you know, I, I just will give you the floor one last time on on your thoughts on winning a Super Bowl this year.
2: Right yeah, now. look, I mean, it's it's something that throughout the entire season it's always a work in progress, and there's so many ups and downs throughout the season, and we are in the midst of the biggest storm that you could possibly go through, losing your, your starting quarterback. You know, we've lost our starting quarterback twice this season, right? And, you know, I think in my mind I, I always say never say never. You know, I, I think it's it's such an unlikely story to have – Mystery relevant, come in, lead the lead the Niners to a Super Bowl, right? And I think that's that's what everybody's going to ride us off on, and that's fine. If that's one, if that's what everybody wants the narrative to be, I'm completely fine with that. I'm I'm so completely laser focused on just like I know the team is on, just taking this thing one week at a time. We we our goal ultimately is the Super Bowl. We, you know, you're absolutely right that we we want to win that Super Bowl so badly, but we we understand that this league is all about taking things one week at a time and, and that's what we've been doing that's why we won we won five straight is not because we're like oh we have we have the dolphins in a couple weeks or we're going to be playing Tom Brady in a like it's it's just one just taking one step one step at a time and that's how we're going to continue to take this thing and then we'll see what happens when we look up at the end of this thing but um, yeah it's going to be fun
1: Fred, thanks for the time. I really love chatting with you and greatly appreciate a day after a big win and with so much going on with your team, just uh, giving us the scoop. And, uh, and good luck to you. Have a great holiday season if we don't connect before.
2: You got it, Rich. I appreciate
1: you. Right back at you. At Fred underscore Warner on Twitter. Follow him. Check him out. And obviously check out the 49ers as they move on. Is it possible? That by the end of February, you'll be talking about Joe Montana, Steve Young, and Brock Purdy. No.
0: no. I would say it's more likely than not. Excuse me? No. The question
1: was, is it, it, it possible that by the middle of February, we're talking about Joe Montana, Steve Young, and Brock Purdy.
0: Is that more possible than... As what? Joe Namath and Mike White?
1: Um, Absolutely it's more possible than Joe Namath and Why? Mike White. Why? Because the Jets haven't done it together as a unit.
0: Mike White's better than Brock Purdy, though.
1: The Jets haven't done it together as a unit, and we don't know that that's the case right now. Mike White has more experience and showing us what he can do and has done it if there was a 24 7 365 split screen arguing here arguing there a a non-stop um flurry of shows where people call in long-time listeners first-time callers on television and radio in say 1999 after trent green went down what would the conversation be you know what i'm saying so that's why i'm saying the running back from penn state is the rams i'm saying you know what i'm saying i'm saying
0: that was at least a preseason
1: i'm saying you never know and the jets as much as i adore them and i am enjoying watching mike white and I'm enjoying believing in them, and I'm enjoying seeing more wins and losses and fewer kicks in than the nards from the football gods. I am enjoying it through the rafters. You are putting it directly to me. Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Trent Williams, Brandon Ayuk. I'm just naming a handful of guys that have been through it all together. Last year, this year, some of them, most of them I just mentioned, several years ago, not that too long ago against the Chiefs. So, yeah, I'm saying Montana young Purdy is more possible than
0: Namath White. Yeah, I'm saying that. (laughs) This is like another Seinfeld. (laughs) Ruth, Garrick, Mantle. Costanza?
1: <laughs> I don't know if Purdy is uh, the Costanza. I I I think he's got a little bit more on the ball than Costanza. He's not living with his parents, is he?
4: Good question. We don't know. You know? We don't know. We know nothing about Brock Purdy than
1: me. Yeah, I know. Nobody knows anything except that he uh, came in off the bench and looked like he was ready to go against the Miami Dolphins all along. He was prepared and ready to roll and... All you're seeing is how good he looked in the preseason, but how and and how he looked in training camp. But it still, but it was still a better option for them to make sure Jimmy G didn't walk out the building, yeah. and still have Purdy around next week. I mean. It's kind
4: of—I don't want to say it's easy—but he came in, had the adrenaline. We're going to see how when he has to prepare for the week, and they have a chance to game plan for of him. Out of the next game. And He's
1: how about this? Him. How about the football gods are just always winking at us with crazy stuff? Brock Purdy's first career start will be against Tom Brady.
0: He's going to be a touchdown favorite. Of course, it
1: is. <laughs> and 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 it will be. It will be talking. It's all will be talking about. Is you know how young he is, how old Brady is, all of Brady's, you know, um, Brady's touch, you know, these stats yeah. compared to Purdy's stats Purdy was and all that. Blank years old when and, Brady did right. such and such, and it'll be the biggest difference in the history of the NFL between a quarterback with fill in the blank and another starting quarterback with fill in the blank. But one thing is kind of crazy: Purdy's not too far behind from Brady's draft position, is he? No. What was Purdy? Two sixty something, last pick. I don't know what that. With compensatory picks, it changes oh, every uh, year. Yeah, I don't know. We know what Brady's is. Purdy v Brady next week.
4: Wow! But to see that—that that, that always goes back to what you said, Chris. These quarterback matchups. Yeah, we say Purdy versus Brady, but like Nick Bosa is not coming after break uh, after Purdy. That's He's correct. coming after. That's right, Tom Brady. Correct. You know, so, I know that. I know that. That's, yeah, I know that. you know. I'm just
0: pick two sixty-two. Well, guess what? I'm not betting against Tom Brady next week.
1: You're going to take the Bucs?
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's taking the
4: Bucks
1: and the Chargers. All right. And I'll take the Dolphins and the 49ers. Let's go. Randy Randy and Morty, you bet? Oh, oh is that right? Oh, is that happening? I have no idea. Oh, no, I just threw that
0: out. You're just brokering for us now? <laughs> <laughs>
1: 8 for 4 2 for Margin <laughs> Call. Eight uh, four four two zero four. 204 rich is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before we take a break, I want to make sure you take on this holiday season with the help of Navy Federal Credit Union. When you use the Navy Federal Cash Rewards Card, you can earn up to 1.75% cash back on all purchases. You can redeem your rewards as soon as you earn them. And using the Navy Federal mobile app, makes redeeming easier than ever enjoy the rewards of cash back without any annual fee balance transfer or foreign transaction fees there's no limitations on rewards and they never expire while your account is open learn how you can get cheer to last all year that rhymes at the cash rewards card at <laughs> navyfederal.org our members are the mission insured by NCUA rates are variable and range between 12.65 and 18% APR based on credit worthiness ATM fees for cash advances are up to a buck at non-Navy federal ATMs message and data rates may apply visit navyfederal.org for more information 844-204-RICH number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show still to come Bruce Feldman in studio to talk about the college football weekend and present and future 844-204-RICH, number to dial back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, let's take some phone calls here on the program before Bruce Feldman joins us top of the next hour. Jacob in Indiana has been hanging on for quite a while. What's up, Jacob? The Grom?
3: Hey, Rich, what's going on?
1: What's going on, Jacob?
3: Not much. Hey, I just wanted to talk a little more about the Eagles' season uh, so far. Um, I don't know if you remember, I called right before the season set, uh, started and I said I wasn't the biggest believer in Jalen and Hurts. And boy, has my opinion changed super quickly uh I, he is what the kids call him nowadays that's correct, correct? <laughs> uh yeah but he he completely proved me wrong my biggest issue was i didn't trust him as a thrower of the football but what he did against tennessee and a really really great defense so it's like mike rabel who always plays hard for him and just destroy them the way that he did completely changed my opinion on him I and mean, he is my MVP
1: so far I, I I cannot argue with you I mean you can make an argument for others I mean you can make an argument for sure about um, Mahomes and we'll see how Allen finishes up strongly and now Burrow might wind up the one seed because if he continues to win and the Buffalo Bills are one of the teams that he beats he can put a potential tiebreaker on the table on both the Bills and the Chiefs. You take a look at the Chiefs schedule the rest of the season, there's a ton of winnable games, including, you know, the next uh couple. I, I would basically say their toughest game is currently home for Seattle, week sixteen, and at Vegas in the final uh week of the season. So, you know, they that that might have been their last loss of the year, but uh, put it all together, and and you know, you can't you can't argue uh, that hurts is is him as you said as the kids say. And thanks for the call, Jacob. I appreciate it. You know, I I go back to uh, I I forgot to bookmark it. I should bookmark these things if I want to, you know, recall them. Some dude from WIP went at me, you know, on Twitter that I didn't watch the games. That's my favorite thing. You didn't watch the games. Trust me, I watch the games. All right. I watch the games to the detriment of being best dad ever. I watch the games sometimes. And, um, you know, I saw Hurts last year perform well enough to see that they were putting things together for him before he was known as him. (laughs) And adding A.J. Brown to the mix, I'm like, okay, now you've gotten him – a him at receiver, I put it together and and um i I didn't think he would be like MVP <laughs> right? two- way threat no. 100 million dollar contract quarterback, but that's what he's become. All of the Eagles draft choices in the first round that they've been bankrolling one year and then free rolling into the next year over and over and over again, it was all as a backstop to draft whoever you want. You could put the draft choices together and trade up, get whoever you want. Or before Deshaun Watson, you know, fill in the blank. That's who they were looking at. Uh, you don't hear that anymore. That's over. You're now going to get those draft choices to support Jalen Hurts in his first year of his contract to win it all. I mean, the fir- in, his, in the first years of his first contract. That's what the Eagles have turned into right now.
0: And is he going to get re upped this offseason? He should, right? Well, it's this. this
1: it'll be this offseason because he wasn't a first round draft choice. The right. Eagles do not have that fifth year of contractual control. Yeah, that I would mean. be happening yeah. right now. Yeah, This is a perfect time for him to be doing this. And and Howie Roseman and what is his deal? The, will be happy to pay him. The
0: owner ownership will be
1: happy to pay him. Lord, Who's whose Lord deal wise, does, does it most look him. like?
0: Kyler, Deshaun, or Russ? It wonder.
1: depends on what he wants to do. All that business that Lamar is betting on himself and now he's hurt and it's not working out. First of all, guys in first place right now, Lamar. And secondly, even if he let's even if he's not, let's just say that the Ravens aren't going to let him walk. They will franchise tag him? Oh, for sure. Okay, so he's going to be just fine. Look at Kirk Cousins and how he's been paid. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, so at, the, I don't at the very know. least, Lamar's going to have a $35 million win. How year does
1: Jalen experience? look at it? Does he look at it like Lamar, where I will get paid the most and it's all going to be guaranteed because that's what Deshaun Watson got? Or will he be like Russ and Kyler and take supposedly less guaranteed money, but a, a whole boatload that ties you to the organization and the organization to you?
0: He could even do a DAC, like a 4-160 all guaranteed.
1: Why not? But this wasn't even in the equation coming off of last year's playoff loss to the Bucks, and then oh, wow. prior to this year. But that's what he is now. Jeez. That's what he's got right now, that's man. That's wild. Let's go to Jacob in Phoenix, Arizona. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Jason?
3: Hey, Rich. Uh, wow, man. Uh, man, them hold times, brother. Uh, can I make a statement and a question? I mean, I think I got, like, a little return on investment. It's all right if not. I, for Michigan? Last year Georgia whooped our tail. Everybody after the game, or well before we even played them, we thought we should have been ranked higher than them. And then after they whipped our tail, I'm a big gold blue fan, so I'm happy where we are where we're at. But okay. either way, then we said we 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 shouldn't have been put in their class, and I didn't I just didn't like that. So let's just rule that out. Uh, if we're on, if we're on the same field, like we're in the same class, like let's not say like we shouldn't be able to beat Georgia. And then my question is. Antonio Brown, when he came to the Bucks the first year Brady went there, he made the difference. Before he got there, they were doing what they're doing right now, which is a lot of nothing. After he went down last year, they did what they're doing right now, which is a lot of nothing. And this year they're doing a lot of nothing. So, is it out of the question to get Antonio Brown back? Yes, because if you have Antonio yes. Brown yes. as your third wide receiver, there's no if. Then he's, you yes. have an advantage that you're gonna. Do. So yeah, you don't like Antonio Brown, That's it, dude. Well, he's currently wanted by the. Uh, I
1: mean, yeah, and you know, and he and he works for Kanye. I mean, come on, man. I mean, there's there's a there's a certain aspect of.
3: Have you heard of the Have you heard of the synagogue of Satan? That's what you are, brother.
1: Thank you for appreciate the call, man. Wow, I don't know what that was. I have no idea what the hell that was. I don't even want to Google it. Come on, man. It's ridiculous. I you mean, know, I was even going to entertain answering the football house. Oh, screw it, I'll do it. Um, I think they miss Gronk more than Antonio Brown. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean Gronk yeah, is the yeah. guy. I mean Gronk him is him the him guy. guy. Like, Gronk's the red zone guy. I he's mean, he's the he red can, zone
4: guy, he's the safety blanket, right? And like, he, blocks. He, he, mean, blocks. he blocks, I mean the blocks. run
1: game, he affects so much more. Yeah, I
4: mean, come on. Thinking AB is getting back in, is just that it's not going to happen. But when you have Brady's favorite receiver, his favorite target, that, yes. that safety valve, you knew where that guy was all the time, and he's not there anymore. Okay. And, but the line, too. We said that from the beginning, Rich. You lose three linemen, well, you know, it's hard. It's hard to run the football when you're playing with
1: backup linemen. It's going to be a tough one. It's always a slog tonight.
0: I don't know what to expect tonight.
1: I think you expect more of the same. That it's going to be an absolute brawl,
0: like seventeen, thirteen. Something uh, like that? I don't know
1: what 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 is the number.
0: It's forty-one.
1: Uh, I I I mean that'll be a, that'll be a I points explosion be, oh, yeah. between these two teams. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting, and I do expect the Bucks to win. They are the better team. Yeah. Five hundred going into San Francisco. Brady v. Purdy. <laughs> That'll be something they talk about That's tonight on the Monday making. Night Football. That is for sure. And I'll be on Westwood One doing the pre and the half later on tonight.